Hey everybody, Anthony Milton with Tune Up the Manly Salon, Balanced Foods, and Martinez Manicures of Women's Retreat. Another episode here of When the American Dream Turns Into a Nightmare. Uh, today I want to talk about tomorrow, and the next day, and the day after. Our company, Tilted Concepts, has three brands. And a large portion of those three brands' responsibility is to grow. We're a retail footprint company. Company-wide, we have 600 plus employees. Employees that work specifically for our company is around 110. Uh, of the 110 employees, probably 30-ish, the majority of their focus is the development of the next location. Um, takes a lot to build a location out from the franchise recruitment to the legal and accounting aspect of it, to the site selection, the planning, the architectural planning, the permitting, the construction, the materials, the furniture, fixture, equipment, the deliveries, the initial marketing plan, the execution of marketing, the recruiting, the training, the hiring, human resources pieces. Grand opening day, continual hiring, continual marketing. It takes a lot to support three different brands. If we stop development today, we could probably run 30 to 40% less staff. No desire to do that. Our goal is to continue development. Ramp up development coming out of this pandemic to make development faster, smarter, more efficient, uh, and quicker. Uh, we have some catching up to do. We were supposed to have opened up three stores in the month of March uh, with another three to four locations in the month of April. Uh, we ended up opening up one in the month of March uh, with nothing going to open up in the month of April. So we're six behind. Six locations behind on a company that was supposed to grow 50 to 60 units this year between the three brands. <clears throat> this is supposed to be the year where we developed uh, past 100 units. We ended last year at 49 units. December 31st, we have 49 units across two brands. Open up our third brand, Balanced Foods, on January 4th, 2020, and open up a location in Baytown, Texas, beginning in March, 2015-51. We were supposed to be over 100. The projections and the goals and the vision was in 105 and 110 locations across the three brands. Nearly 85 units for Tune Up the Manly Salon, 10 to 15 units for Balanced Foods, and the same number for Martins and Medicare's Women's Retreat. We we're supposed to expand from our current footprint, which is one location in South Carolina and the remainder of the locations in Texas. We're going to expand to Oklahoma, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Arizona, Southern California, Colorado, New Mexico, and see where else we could expand the right way. Um, the development came to a complete halt. The board behind me is a development board broken into three pieces. The first piece is locations where we have leases executed, uh, development under progress with our eye towards an opening day. This is $3 million for the development. <clears throat> $3 million of the development came to a halt a couple weeks ago. Um, we need to fight to get it back up and running. This is development for locations like our Balanced Foods in Vantage Park, which is in the northern area of Houston, Texas. Uh, location's been completely ready to go uh, for the last two weeks. 100% built out. Sign up on the outside. Coolers are 36 degrees. Decor on the walls. Register in 100%. All we're waiting for is the inspections. 
once they release the inspections and the inspectors can go and inspect the commercial, we can open the doors up. Right now we're just sitting dead in the water. Locations like Knoxville, Tennessee, supposed to already be open for tuning up Manly Salon. Supposed to open up a couple weeks ago. Inspection meetings got pushed back. Cities on lockdown, stay in shelter, safer at home, whatever they're calling it. Uh, we're not looking to open that location up for probably another 25 to 30 days. Uh, location in San Diego, lease executed, ready to go. Location in Tampa, Florida, lease executed, ready to go. Orlando, Florida, same way. Lubbock, Texas, we're in the permit phase already. Uh, plan submitted, lease executed. Uh, City of Boulder reviewing the plans. Uh, waiting for them to be able to get back to work. They can finish up the plan review, so we can get their construction. Every one of these projects on this development timeline is between two and three hundred thousand dollars. Depends on the size and the scope and the, and the nature and everything else across the board, but it's a large amount of money. Three million dollars. The largest piece of revenue for our company since we established the company has been our development division. By far. The development division is nearly two dollars to one of revenue received in our company, more than operations from haircuts, from tune up, more than food sales, more than manicures and pedicures. The development and the construction of our company is what leads the path. For the next future. It's what creates the jobs and which maintains the jobs. In the middle piece we have in the works. This is locations that are in the works <coughs> that we're either ready to sign a lease or looking in the market for a location with which to uh, get a lease and execute on. There's another two million dollars of the development ready at our fingertips. Some of it's waiting on the banks to release SPA, some of it's waiting on the landlord, some of it's waiting on us. Doesn't make much financial sense right now to sign a new lease, not knowing when it ends in sight with this pandemic. So a lot of it is kind of sitting on our hands waiting. This is $5 million worth of development, $5 million worth of construction invoices and contractors and subcontractors, $5 million worth of food containers and barber chairs, 17 locations worth of employees, 17 locations worth of customers, worth of franchise owners, all of it sitting ready to develop again. Uh, We'll get there. We'll get there fast. <clears throat> and when it comes back, this is going to be a strong level of development. The development we're going to have in May, June, and July is going to rival the previous four and a half years of the company. Mark my word on that. The efficiency, the quickness, the speed, uh, it's going to move very, very fast. It's going to come back to develop quick. One of my favorite books is The 15 Laws of Growth by John C. Maxwell. It's a real good book. 15 separate laws to help you grow as a person or as a business or as a combination. Some of them are easy to attain. Some of them are hard to attain. One of the things that was tough for me to attain was chapter four. Chapter four is the law of reflection. The law of reflection is learning to pause allows growth to catch up with you. Uh, pausing sucks. That sucks. Uh, it's not our personality. Not this company's personality. Uh, there's a little late song. Um, foot sleeping on the gas. No brake pads. No such thing as last. I'm like Nevada in the middle of the summer. I'm resting in the lead. I need a pillow and a cover. My foot sleeping on the gas. No brake pads. No such thing as last. It may not mean nothing to y'all. Understand nothing was done for me. So I don't plan on stopping at all. How we operate this company. Surging forward uh, through whatever. Doesn't matter what it is. So having to pause, not wanting to pause, but having to pause does have a little bit of reflection. 
and we're going to focus on how we're going to propel this company going on the next level of development. Uh, there's going to be some subtle changes because uh, as we sit back, we figure out where our slight falls were, um, where we made some missteps, and what we can do to course correct to limit those missteps. Uh, I was given a suggestion to speak about this book for a second by a friend of mine, Eric. Uh, she saw me always put it up in the video. Um, it's a good book, my favorite books. It's Howard Schultz's uh, book, Onward, and it talks about the development of Starbucks, uh, the growth of it, going through the financial crisis of 2007, 2008, him stepping back into company Starbucks and kind of reinventing it the way he initially envisioned it. How sometimes it lost its way uh, through growth and through shareholder practices and et cetera, et cetera, and what they kind of truly valued as a Starbucks as a brand. More than just coffee and customers to him. Uh, one of the things he talks about in here that kind of relates to our law of reflection and our development is chapter six of loyalty. And the paragraph reads, I still remember when it was like when we started building the company. Every day we were fighting for survival, doing whatever we had to do. We rolled up our sleeves, left our eagles at the door. Every small gesture mattered, and so much of what Starbucks achieved was because of partners and the culture they fostered. Now, it's kind of a big sentence and, and phrase, and everybody kind of lives by that, but the actual chapter of the book reads that we believe that celebrating coffee and creating connections matters. And when we believe we're capable of doing it, and it was worth doing on a grand scale, confidence propelled us. And we went after audacious goals with enthusiasm. I'm going to reread that. Confidence propelled us. And we went, we went after audacious goals with enthusiasm. We did not take our success for granted until some of us did. He said, if not checked, success has a way of covering up small failures. And when many of us at Starbucks became swept up in the company's success, had unintended effects. We ignored and maybe just failed to notice shortcomings. We were so intent upon building more stores fast to meet each quarter's projected sales that too often we picked bad locations, didn't adequately train newly hired baristas, Sometimes we transferred a good we transferred a good store manager to oversee a new store, but filled the post by promoting a barista before he or she was properly trained, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of goes on a little bit of their missteps, acknowledging their missteps, and what they did uh, was acknowledged it during their downtime, during their reflection time, and then focus fanatically on solving those. There's a ton of things that we do good in this company, in all the companies, from a central admin position. Uh, um, how hard they work, how focused they work, uh, how limited they are in their failures from a location's perspective. 10,000 customers and nearly, ne nearly never a negative review or comment. Uh, nearly always positivism. Everybody loves the haircuts, beard trims, the environment of tuna. Everybody loves the environment, the full bar, the daiquiris, the manicures, pedicures of Martinez and manicures. Every single person loves the efficiency, the quality of the conversation, the communication, the relationship building, and the quality of food at Balanced Foods. Uh, our customers love our employees, and vice versa. Um, but there's some things we could do better. We could do better uh, in a few slight areas of the business that are really going to help propel the growth behind us. I think from a reflection standpoint, uh, From a reflection standpoint, we're taking this, and this is where I would, I would ask all of the people watching this video, whether you're a business owner or personal, 
take a look in the mirror now and figure out what you want to do in your own way of life, your personal side, your business side, your relationship side. Coming out of this, what type of a person do you want to be? What type of a business do you want to run? Um, I'm staying steadfast in the nature that I only want to run a business that involves strictly as family and friends. I only want to run a business with people that I feel an absolute desire to be loyal to and people who have an absolute desire to be loyal to the business as well. Not to me, to the business. To what it stands for, the culture and the environment of it. When we go back to developing these locations, um, uh, getting back into the development of our brand, it's going to be an exciting time. Because this is what creates the momentum and the funness and the rumbling. This is what propels new locations after new locations. This is going to be an exciting time for our development. Um, I invite all of you to take part in it and all of you to watch. Watch us as we re-emerge, getting back to 52 stores. And while we still say we're going to hit 100 store mark in 2020, we've got a lot of work to do. If you want to take part in it, let us know. Happy to have you on board in any capacity. Um, I'm looking forward to breaking the 100 store mark um, before December 31st, 2020. Onward.